Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. It has been a minute. It has been. It's been the holidays. Yes. Uh, we did not mean to take the holidays off. We did not but necessarily I'm, mean to, but I'm, it happened. Yeah. Uh, your your parents were here. Yes. From the overseas, the motherland. Yeah. My parents were here from Sweden mm -hmm. and they spent, they're, they're still here. They leave Monday, but we finally decided, okay, we have to record a podcast yeah. because we miss you guys. And, and you might miss us. Who knows? That's Prob possible. Probably not, but. Oh, I hope so. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so yeah, there's a lot we want to talk about. Um, we want to hit this new year running. Yeah. We have already scheduled out like four months of podcasts for this year. Yes. We are giving you content. We, we have content scheduled through May. We have content on content. Um, we're so excited for all the different topics is. we're going to cover. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. Uh, 2021 was a great year. 2022 is going to be an even better year. Um, and I think that everyone listening needs to have that mentality also. Um, yeah. I think this is one of those careers where you have to have that abundance mindset. Otherwise you are really screwing yourself. Yeah. You just have to expect every year to be better and it will be. I mean, we are commission based. So if you don't believe that, I don't, I don't know how you could stay positive in this business. Yeah. We just went and did a recap of all of our numbers from this past year, but also comparing it to the years in the past mm -hmm. of us being in real estate. And it's awesome to see how every single year we've done better and better oh, it's amazing. exponentially. Yeah. Let me pull that up. I don't, that's not like. We're not, yeah, it's not anything we really have to share to brag about because no. I mean, we could be always <laughs> be doing like a ton, a ton better, but I do feel like it shows that there's yeah growth I mean, can happen. There's natural growth uh, in your business. Yeah. If you stick to it, you put your head down, you're going to do better the next year. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean. I've been in, we didn't even go back as far as 2017. Right. I could pull those numbers, but. Those would be bleak numbers. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did pretty good. I actually did pretty good my first couple of years, but. That's true. That's true. I'm sorry. I, sh I shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. You did terrible, but me. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, you weren't in it for the first year that I was, so. Thank you. But, okay. So we did our, num we pulled our numbers and we went from 2019 we had 16 closings 2020 mm -hmm. we had 20 and then this past year we had 33 so i think it's also important to say that i was working full time yes in 2019 yeah and 2020 and 2020 and the first half of 2021 half of 2021 yeah. yeah so you know even with me being half time at best yeah we still grew and mm -hmm. it was it was great and we had a baby in between that. So I wasn't full time for a couple months out of that. Didn't you close like two? I did. I closed two the day I gave birth. That's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> I yeah. closed two transactions. I was like, guys, sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to make it to closing. I was like really hoping when I went in for my appointment the day before those closings, I was like, I'm hoping that they'll just let me go through Monday and God, what a day too. And then I had to text them both. I'm like, well, I'm not making it to closing because I'll be having a baby at that well, exact yeah. time. <laughs> I was working. I was in the car rider line and you called me and you were just bawling. Oh, I don't think I even called you. I think my mom called you. Oh, I was like, what you need was. to get yeah. over here right now. There's a problem. <laughs> Thankfully, my office was literally across the street from his school. It was. It was. Yeah, you came over and... Mm -hmm. And we gave birth. 
No, we didn't. We gave birth. Is that what happened? <laughs> no, I ended up having to have a C-section the next day. So mm-hmm. it worked out. But yeah, we did close two transactions. This, this is a lucky day for us. It was Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. We had our mm-hmm. baby and we closed two transactions. And then the country shut down that night. It did. <laughs> the pandemic. The, we can tell how old the pandemic is by the age of our child. It's 22 months. It's a memorable, memorable day. Yeah. Um, so anyway, sorry guys, we digress. Yeah, so then... Yeah. So, but the, the interesting thing for us was also looking at our volume and our average sales price, what mm-hmm. happened with that. And so when we look at our volume, I can't read that from here. Um, volume for 2019 was 3.7 million. 3.7. Yep. And we went up to 4.7 million. And then this past year we went up to 9.5 million. So. And that's the trajectory we want to be on. Yeah. That was a really good jump. And, and I mean, of course, it's just the nature of average sales price went up a ton this last year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Home home values increased. So, but we also made it into a higher bracket. I feel like. We did. Yeah. I mean, all of home prices went up across the board, but we, the longer we're in it, the more, um, trading up clientele that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were talking about that recently that like a lot of our clients are now in the stage of like, they they're finished with their first home yep, and they're ready. Yeah. They're, they're done with their starter home and they're ready to level up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just, you know, we did that in 2019. Yeah. We did. Uh-huh. And I love our level up. Imagine what our next one's going to be. I know we were talking about that or was it at dinner last mm-hmm. night? And I just um, want to build an ultra modern home <laughs> on the lake. That's what we're going to yeah. do next. <laughs> My mom was like, I'm so surprised you guys haven't already moved yet. Well, I'm like, <laughs> low key, we literally still haven't even moved into this house. Like it's a mess still. Well, and that's she's why, yeah. helped us so much get unpacked. I love organized. having your parents here because that's what she's all about. She's like, all right, guys, this room has never been unpacked. We're doing it today. <laughs> like we had to do something yesterday and my parents were just upstairs organizing the playroom for us. And we're like, y'all are the best. That was the Shout dumping ground. Mama Higgs. Forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's great. That's done. Uh, the dining room is done. The office is still a work in, in progress. Shambles. If you're watching this on YouTube, you see a very <laughs> clean wall and that is the clean wall. Which I feel like I need to make a disclaimer about if you're watching this on YouTube, we have yet to put anything up on YouTube. We have them all recorded. We just have not like meshed yeah. the audio and video. So if we you're need looking to, for them, it's not your fault. It's, yeah. If you want to see our pretty faces, we're not there yet. <laughs> But we'll hopefully very soon we'll pay somebody to get that ready for us. Fiverr. Shout out to Fiverr. <laughs> okay. It's the only way to live. Um, so 2022, we've yeah. already done, done our projections. We want to do 50 transactions. And I think we're going to, I think we're going to do it. I mean, right now, just yeah. looking at our board out of the corner of my eye. We've got five. We've got five. And today is January 7th. Yeah. So we're doing pretty good. That's not bad. That's, yeah, that's really not bad. <laughs> I'm like, cause, okay. So just so you guys know, our team goal for our whole entire team is a hundred units for this year. Feels really nervous saying that out loud to everybody. Cause it's like, I'm like uh, literally getting sweaty, but to be fair, I think I need to turn the heat down on that app. It's, <laughs> it's so hot. Yeah. Turn on the nest. I'm telling you, it's this desk right here. It just shoots all the air. At well, us. we, okay. We're in Georgia guys and we don't get Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know why the heat's up so high. God. 77. <laughs> 73, but still that's so hot in here. Um, but we don't get cold weather here. Like it's so rare that we get cold weather no. and it's literally been 28 degrees today. Like yesterday dying. it was like 60. Okay. Or two days ago. Yeah. It's, it was it's pretty been nice. so cold the last few days. Anyways, why yeah. are we talking about the weather? I don't know. Um, oh, well I was talking about our team goal being a hundred and right. that just felt 
It feels really big. It is really big. That's what she said. Oh my God, stop it. <laughs> so anyway, yes, uh, 100, big goal for us. We still haven't figured out what we want to do to uh, reward our agents for all that just going after it. Yeah. If we can hit that hundred goal, we're still, we're still like brainstorming ideas of like, I want to do something really big and fun for them. Yeah. If y'all have any cool ideas of like team celebrations, right. That's like pretty epic. That's not like astronomically expensive. <laughs> I mean, if we hit a hundred, maybe, good money could, on them, yeah, but maybe it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so something fun would be, give us some recommendations. For real. Hey, do you think it'd be okay for everyone in the YouTube world to see our little, um, our little things that we made? A little, no? I mean, yeah, you can show them. I'm going to show them. I'm okay. proud of it. We did a good job on that. I'll just entertain you people while Johnny goes off mic to find this. No, it's literally behind us. But we, for Christmas, we put together, well, we give our agents other stuff, but we put together these boards for all of our agents to help track their numbers for the year. Okay, YouTube's seeing these boards, and it's got little houses, and we professionally printed them. Well, oh, no, you know what it was? There's a mark on that one, is what Johnny just said. Um, the Roomba knocked it over and ran over it the other day, and I caught it running over it. And I was like, damn it, Roomba! That thing, oh, I love and I hate Roomba, but yeah, Roomba killed it. That's what it was. Has a mind of its own, can't be trusted. But... Yeah, we, we should post that up somewhere so people can see what they look like. For sure. Um, so here we go. Yeah. So based on what I think. I think our volume goal our for volume? us was higher. Yeah. It's actually on this board. Is it for us? I think so. Okay. So yeah, we're right on. 15 million was our goal. I forgot it already. Yeah. Um. So based on my calculations on how our projections were, were yeah, looking, like our price increases mm -hmm. has been, um, then this says 14.4. Yeah. It'll be right at 15 with yeah. increasing our, our average yeah. sales price. 15 yeah. Right. So I think it's going to be a really good year. Our team, we're doing 30 million in volume for them. All of us together. Yep. All together. So. Got big goals. I don't know why we're talking about 2022. We're supposed to be talking about 2021. Yes, this, this is a 2021 recap, by the way. That's what we're talking about yeah. today. Oh, yeah. I guess we should have said that. Guys, we're rusty on being podcasters right I now. Know. It's oh. been a minute. I'm jumping around on my computer. Don't know where I am. Checking my email. Here we go. <laughs> 2021. What was it all about? Yeah. A recap of it. And because it was a big deal in real, it was a big year. It was a really estate. big year. I feel like 2020 set up 2021 very well. Yep. And I feel like again, 2021 is setting up 2022 Ooh. really well. God, I hope 2022 is so good. Because I mean, if you think back to at the very beginning of the pandemic, which we've talked about this before, like we didn't know what real estate was going to do. We thought it was going to crash. Oh yeah. We were just ready. We were like, we just had a baby. We just bought a house. We're going to lose everything. We were ready. Yeah, we were just scared shitless, but thankfully it did the opposite because mm -hmm. everybody wanted a house because they were quarantined into it. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, you had people stuck in their houses and they were like, we just need space. We can't get out of here. Yeah. Um, and it was great. And then you had people in highly dense situations like mm -hmm. New York mm -hmm. um, and Atlanta, other big cities, I guess LA probably, a lot of places in California yeah. actually, people were just clearing out yeah they wanted land they wanted mm -hmm. space and and then you had people who could work remotely so they didn't have to be in the city yeah um it's i feel like it 
we've heard a lot of podcasters talk about it, but like 2020 sped up a lot of the like next big wave it in did. What, yeah. what's happening in the world. Like working remote was a huge change. Like there were some people that were already doing it, but the number of people that actually began doing it in 2020 and did it effectively and their yes. companies realized, oh shit, we can save a lot of money by not having to pay for a building Absolutely. and let these people just stay home. That's, that's what they want to do anyways. And, and I feel like that was the next evolution of working. And, and like you said, the pandemic just put that into hyperdrive of when are we going to get there? So we got there immediately. Yeah. So 2021 then, I mean, I can remember starting to do some showings at the very end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021 and being like, what is happening? I've never had this many offers competing against. Mm -hmm. Like we were in mastermind after mastermind trying to figure out how do we get our clients offers accepted? You and had to get really creative. You did. You had it, to know your contracts and what to put in them. It truly like... The, the agents who had skill were the buyer, buyer's agents that had a lot of skill mm -hmm. were the ones that, that shone. Absolutely. Shine, shone. They <laughs> shone. <laughs> what English word <laughs> am I looking for? Um, and then, you know, listing agents had it pretty easy. I mean, we <laughs> always preach be a listing agent, but 2021 was a great year to be a listing agent. Yeah. If that was your focus, man. Yep. You nailed it. And I think going forward, it's going to be more like that. And we're going to mm -hmm. talk about that in the changes that we saw in 2021. Mm -hmm. But going forward, guys, listings. Listings are the goal. Okay. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Well, and we, I think you said the other day, we were talking about something and you were like, you know, this might change where we are going to have to work on being buyer's agents as the market does eventually slow down. It's going to have to at some mm -hmm. point. We cannot expect this for forever. And so... But for now, like, let's focus on being listing agents. You're going to naturally have buyers be thrown in there. Like, we've always said this, like, Absolutely. we only, you know, we only actively market for listings yep. and buyers just happen to come because when you have listings, you get buyers. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, we coach our agents, listings and any buyers you get, those are the sprinkles. All right. Mm -hmm. But when you're setting up your numbers, be focused on listings mm -hmm. because that's something you can control. Yeah. No buyer is ever a have to buy buyer. They can keep renting. They can move yeah. in with mom and dad. They can share a room with their brother or sister. Sellers. They usually have a reason to sell. Exactly. They're There's the ones, something they're strongly motivated. motivating them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So trying to figure out a seller's motivation. Not every seller is motivated. Some sellers just want to put it on the market to see how much money they can make. And we had a couple of those this year, right? Yeah. They were like, we're just going to capitalize on this and yeah. we're taking the money and running. Yeah. Great for them. Um, yeah, 2021. So we've been talking about the housing market. Yeah, but and interest rates was a big part of this. Interest rates. So with interest rates, I mean, they got stupid low. Like they did. Mid twos. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we, the plantation listing right now. Uh huh. That owner got. Oh, yeah, he just got like a two. It was like at two. Two point three something. It was just yeah. over over mm -hmm. two, and just that's even two. right now. So. Right. Well, okay. So we're recording this January 7th and we well, just yeah. saw that interest rates are taking a turn. Yeah. They may. Yeah. We did just read that there. I mean, we, we've been reading that for weeks that 2022 was going to mm -hmm. increase interest rates that the feds were going to be. But in 2021, three. they just couldn't yeah. find the bottom. They just kept going lower yeah. and lower and lower. And so that, I mean, that incentivized a lot of people to want to buy. Mm -hmm. And so just brought out a ton of buyers in the market and it became so competitive because there was low inventory. And I mean, if you guys don't know the numbers, 
the lower the interest rate, the more buying power you have as a buyer. Mm-hmm. So that helped drive prices up. I mean, it was all working together yeah. to get us where we ended up. Exactly. Yeah. 2021, as far as being buyers and that was crazy. That was, that was absolutely crazy. And but it, it what's all, what's crazy to, to think about is like, like we had some, some buyer clients we worked with that we submitted multiple offers for. Like I think of one in particular, we were working with them in like March, I think of last year. And I just remember like every property we were submitting them on, it was like nine, 10 offers we were competing against. And well, yeah. And then you had all those cash offers well, coming in from people. That's always yeah. what, what brought us, mm-hmm. you know, we always lost cause it was cash offers. Yep. Like, yep. You just, you can't compete with it. And they were looking, you know, in the three hundreds, which is here, that's a pretty average price point for our area. So it wasn't like they were looking in a super low price point or a super high price Mm -hmm. point. Like they're just, there's so much competition out there. But I feel like where we are now, appraisals have finally caught up with that. I feel like at the time. Yeah, we're having so many more appraisal issues. We're still having them, but. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, this, this one, I, I, just closed. I wasn't sure if that was going to appraise at, at 450. Like, yeah, that I was like, you know, we're going to do this and we're going to do this for you and we're going to cross our fingers. Yeah. But it went VA and, and made it. Yeah. So I think that all of these cash offers that were going above appraisal. Crazy high helped. Yeah. They, they just pushed the, the appraisals. The appraisals had to follow them. Yeah. Because that's where the comps were. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really interesting to so watch. Thank you for those cash offers. Yeah. But, you know, then you do have those few sellers that they're like, no, I'm I'm not selling to an investor. I want this to be for a family. And we that's had where multiple of those. we've had that happen a lot, which mm-hmm. I feel very fortunate because, you know, that's a big reason why people got a house that we've been working with. Yes. I mean, not only that, but us being the best financed offer. So like once mm-hmm. all the cash offers were off the table, then what are you as the finance? So that's where we really came in. And I think helped our clients was like, we knew what you need to put on here to get this house. Like, yeah. And if you guys don't have uh, lenders that you like and are, and prefer and work with, yeah, you really need to interview your lenders and yeah. get the best We're going to talk about that at some point. That's mm-hmm. one of our podcast episodes this year is like, how do you pick a preferred lender? And, and why are they preferred lenders? Like, why do you need to work with them? Just- it, Literally this year has amplified for me the use of preferred lenders and it's made me want to even push more for my clients Mm -hmm. to at least talk to our preferred lenders because, oh my gosh, we have just had so many situations where like we're on the listing side and we accepted an offer and like it was just a random lender, which we have no control on the listing side necessarily of buyers, but like, Mm -hmm. God, there's some fucking awful lenders out there. Guys. Okay. (gasps) I'm working two VAs right now, one on the buying side, one on the selling side. Um, the buying side, clean, easy, done. Like we had, we got clear close and yeah. weeks to spare. These guys are fantastic. And then this other one, I've spent days. Trying to communicate. Did, well, not just communicate, but they sent back a list of eight things that they wanted done to the house before they closed the deal. And they were so stupid. They were the pettiest ass shit I've ever read. <laughs> we're cussing a lot of this episode. Okay. Sorry. Well, January. <laughs> my ass had to get out there yeah. with a saw and wood and paint. And I'm not making calls to my clients like I need to. I'm out yeah. there painting this house. Well, and I put up an Instagram story about that. If you follow our Phillips Team Realty 
at Philip mm-hmm. Steam Realty account. That's like our actual business account. If you guys want to follow us, help us. <laughs> <laughs> but I put up a little story there yesterday talking about the situation because we, Johnny found this for sale by owner client mm-hmm. and we ended up listing her house. It was a really interesting situation. We were up against another agent that was like a friend. Oh my God. It was so, she was so rude to this client of ours yeah, that we just, ended up picking up and didn't want to list it for as high as we were going to list it, was going to charge her like 7% commission, yep. which is like way higher than and And the situation is this woman yes, needed every she dime she really could squeeze did. out of this and house. Yeah, she was just in a really tough situation. And so we ended up winning the listing because she, I say we, you, you really did do this one. Thank you. You, you end up winning the listing because, you know, we were, we were there for her yeah. when she needed. And and I don't think it was just that we would list it higher and for a better commission rate. You know, those two things definitely were great, but I think it was that we were willing to, yeah, to help her, to be on her level and understand yeah. her situation and just be human. So anyways, we get to this appraisal coming back mm. and this appraiser they wanted us to like paint random things that did not need to be painted. Paint trim. Like trim paint. Why the that, hell do you care about that? I know. It had nothing to do with like the structure of the house no. or anything safety. It was just a dumb request. It was. Anyways. And so it was like, was this on like New Year's Day or New Year's I think it was Eve? New Year's Eve they sent yeah, that. Yeah, it was like New Year's Eve. We're and, set to close on the 4th, mind yeah, you. And we're like... <laughs> How are you going to find a handyman that A, can do this in that time frame and B, yep. cannot charge her thousands of dollars to do this just like stupid work oh, that takes oh, time? That wasn't even the worst of it. Then they come back and say, by the way, we need a water test for the well. Oh, yeah. They didn't. There was a you, well. You need what? <laughs> they didn't think to ask for this like weeks, weeks ago. ago. Like the lender didn't think to ask so, that this was being done. So we're still waiting for that to happen yeah. right now. Gosh, it's just been a nightmare. It's been a really nightmare closing. So yeah. if you have anyways, questions about VA, call me. Yeah. All right. I've got lots of answers and it's for hard you. hard because we don't want to crap all over VA because like there's it's a, a great program. It's, it's a great program. But like if you're on the listing side and if you're working with the buyer client, just beware that it does come with more conditions usually. But, but not all of them. Like, again, this is one of two that I'm taking care of. And yeah, that it's first the lender. One, it all goes back to the damn lender. That first one is just clean and smooth and amazing communication. Love them. Um, but yeah, just vet your people mm-hmm. for the love of God. Vet them. Um, okay, sorry. on to the next point. We digress. <laughs> the influx of new agents is something that really happened a lot during the pandemic. Everyone was stuck at home. Uh, they had extra time on their hands. They were working from home and who yeah. actually worked 100% of that time. Um, so I feel like a lot of people were like, Hey, I'm real- just going to get my real estate yeah. license. <laughs> I, I can see the trends. I'm not dumb. Prices are going up. Houses are selling. I'm going to get in on this. So, and we're not saying this to try to be like all you dumb new agents out there, no. because this is what our podcast is for. Like we want yeah. you guys to succeed because there's a lot of dumb old agents oh my <laughs> that God. should not be in this industry. You know, old agents is a lot. They're like, so bitter. They're, I feel like it's old people driving. We need yeah. to retest them and see if we can keep them on the road. Oh my God, that's awful, but it's so true. If we could like do that to some, agents, like I would love it. it as, as you get into this industry and you experience <laughs> old agents, not old in age, but like they've been in the business for a while, 
they're so entitled they and they're really so are. like, do you know what you're talking about? I have been in this industry. I'm like, yeah, but this industry changed exponentially in the last two years. Talk Karen, to me about. We don't Karen. have to go to the, we don't have to go to the office and pick up the keys anymore. Okay. Ken, <laughs> Ken and Karen making life miserable. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. We just laugh about it. We're like, really? Like, why don't you just be humble and try to help a new agent rather than shame them? We are in the service business. That's what we do. We help people. Mm-hmm. Let's work together to do that. Yeah. Anyway, um, lots of new agents coming in. In fact, just before this show, I was like, I know there are a lot of more new agents. Let's figure out how many there were. Yeah. Um, so from 2019 to 2020, we added 100,000 new agents. Yeah. That's a lot of new agents. It is. Um, but from 2020 to 2021... We added 600,000 new agents, okay? That's 600,000. Most of them were in California, Texas, Arizona, and Florida. So if you're in one of those four states, you can probably yell out your window and um, find find a new agent. (laughs) Yeah, which, I mean, it just, it does make it more competitive for you. So you're going to really need to hone your skill and really prove to potential clients why you're the best realtor for them. You do. And, you and know, work your sphere. We're going to be going into uh, what what do we expect 2022 to look like later. Yeah, um, or in the next episode. Right. And, and I expect it to be a more challenging time for agents. I feel like mm-hmm. we are in the golden age um, here in 2021, now 2022, mm-hmm. and things are going to start changing. I think we're going to see a shift. I, I think we're going to have a huge, huge drop out of agents Well, in next year. You know, I've always said, and I, and I read over and over again, that the, in the first two years, 90% drop out. Yeah. You know. But I mean, you got to think the agents, like I know a lot of agents that didn't make it through COVID. How? I don't know. But I do personally know some COVID agents. COVID was the best time. How did you not make it? I don't know. But they, they didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a lot of fear in the very beginning of like, you know, we were afraid what was going to happen with the market. And so. Yeah. If you try to jump out early, then you really. Yeah. So, but boat. I think, I think next year when these agents, you know, with inflation, they're going to be needing money. And if they're not closing any deals, their family, if you know, if you're married, that pressure is going to come on really, really Absolutely. fast. Absolutely. So yeah, um, you got to get out there. Don't be one of the 10%, 20% of agents that, or be one, sorry, be I one was of gonna the 10%. Say, no, be one of those. Be you one want of the 10%, be one. <laughs> 20%, whatever it actually is. There's just so many different opinions on how many agents actually last. Well, I think it is also because a lot of agents, they just throw their license inactive, but it's still being counted as like a licensed agent. So there's probably a lot of inactive agents or like agents who do two deals in a year. Well, well, right after we joined Keller Williams, you remember they went through and purged all those people, people who weren't working. Yeah. They started just getting rid of you. Well, it messes up with their numbers. Mm -hmm. That's why they don't want you on their, uh, yeah, they did the their, purge. Their um, so yeah, influx of new agents, tons of new agents. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. There's just so many. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like that affects our business at all. And I don't no, feel I like don't it, feel like it does at I all. I don't think it has to affect your business because it's, it takes a long time to get ramped up yeah. in real estate. I mean, I genuinely do feel like it takes like two years. Oh yeah. I tell our, our agents, yeah. it takes three years for your sphere to actually come back and help you. Yeah. After it, three years, your sphere is going to feed you, but. You, you have to think they're your sphere. People, you know, are taking a big risk in using you as a new agent. Oh, I they mean, know you're brand new. 
they're, they're not they dumb. know you exactly yeah. that's the thing is like they know that you're new to this mm-hmm. now it's not to say like one of our agents she works her sphere great like anytime she talks to someone she meets like she somehow finds someone to work with which is awesome that's what you should be doing so i mean it's not it's not impossible if you're depending on what your sphere of influence looks like and that should always be your strongest spoke you know it should yeah you need to be bringing people in through your sphere. I think I just read a stat online as I was preparing for this podcast. It was like 65% or 60, 69% <laughs> of agents. I don't remember. They, they find their agent from a friend or someone they know. Oh, so like. Absolutely. The days of us paying for leads, like we've talked about this every fucking episode, but like the days mm-hmm. of us paying for leads is gone. You can't buy people's. I can't wait. We're about to talk more about that and I can't wait. Okay. Well, do you want to go into that? No, no, it's okay. You keep going. (laughs) No, I was just going to say the day, you know, the days of you not working your sphere of influence and just relying on leads coming in are few because everybody knows realtor and they're probably going to want to work with someone they know or someone that they know of their reputation. So like, let's say they don't ask for a referral from somebody, but like, let's say that it's a well-known company in the area. It's been established for a long time. They're probably going to go with that kind of a company. Yes. And with 600 thousand new agents. Yeah. I mean, what does that do to your sphere? Uh, okay. Anyway, the fall of Zillow and in the, the rise of the Ooh. iBuyer. Dun, dun, dun. We talked about Zillow in a past episode, I'm sure. Yeah. Cause when it, I think it happened after we started the podcast, right? Definitely. So yeah. So, I mean, we can recap that a little bit. Like I mean, Zillow crashed and burned in their iBuyer program. They did. Shut it down. Okay, so that was the end of 2021, but at the beginning of 2021, like they were buying oh, they up went crazy. market share. Yeah. And that's all they were trying to do mm-hmm. is they were like, we were wanting to get our name on every corner so people see us. And they're like, oh, that is the company to go well, with. Well, not only that, but like, did you see that TikTok of that guy who was like, I'm going to break this down. Well, you, do, I don't even have okay. TikTok. We don't have TikTok. Do I have TikTok? But no. it was like, it was posted in like all of our agent mm-hmm. Facebook pages and everything. It was like a guy who was like, like Zillow will go in and they don't even care if they buy the house for like cheaper, 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 cheaper. I don't, it was like something to do with like how, how it ended up appraising. So if they could just get one house that was like way, way higher, I don't know. It was something I may be just botching this whole entire thing. It, it sounds like yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Botching this thing so bad. <laughs> Everyone listening is like, I saw that TikTok. Just and, stop. Just and stop. She's not telling <laughs> it properly. Whatever. Okay. There's like a fun, go find it. There's a TikTok about a guy and he like nailed it. But it's interesting to think that like they were the ones that in a way did shift a little bit of the pricing. No, I totally agree because I think that as they bought things higher, that shifted the appraisals and that helped everyone drive prices up. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to drive me crazy what the TikTok was. Whatever. Whatever. I forget what the like. Okay. So, but, was. but getting Zillow to that point to me is the most interesting part because we had agents buying their leads from Zillow and you had people preaching it for years and years. Stop, Stop. buying leads from yeah. Zillow. You are pumping money into this machine that's going to try to put you out of business, but that hasn't <laughs> stopped anyone. You keep buying your leads from Zillow and you are all insane for doing it. And that's what they did. They mm-hmm. took that money and they started buying houses and getting cornering you out of the market. That's what they were trying to do. It's crazy to think that literally all of these houses were purchased because of agents. They like, were purchased with your money. They were. Like, that's so <laughs> funny to think about. And well, so what happened? They ended up buying them high and they bought them fast. Yeah. Um, I think by the end of it, they had 
7,200 houses that were waiting to get fixed. We actually had a friend who was a realtor. She still is a realtor. I technically owns her license, still yeah. has her license. Went to work for Zillow. And so she was working in another location, like Chattanooga. Another, another market, yeah, not our market. Another market. And her job was to line up contractors to fix these yeah, houses. I think she was like in, in I think um, she listens to this. I have no idea what she was actually doing, but I think she was scheduling out the contractors right. to come and do the renovations for the right. properties. Like so, so my understanding carpet. of what happened was they couldn't get contractors fast enough, which we all know so is just true. Sitting on all these houses, exactly sitting on them, losing money, so they just had to sell them all. At once. Yeah. And I think they did for tremendous loss. They did. They took a big loss. Yeah. I guess then technically realtors' money went back into the market a little bit. <laughs> I, well. Actually, it just went poof into thin air. Gone. Gone. <laughs> Thank you, Zillow. It went into the, actually, it went back into the, the seller's pockets, technically, if you think about yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, there are other iBuyers too, like Open Door. Yeah. Um, Red but, oh my God, Open Door. Mm, do we want to get on to Open Door? I could talk about Open Door for an entire segment. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we probably shouldn't shit too much all over them. But like if you go in that, if you go in at least in our MLS right now and you look at active listings, the only ones that are active are Zillow because their commission sucks and oh, they price it way too high. Yeah. Open door. Did I say Zillow? You Sorry. Did. I meant open door. Yep. I'm reading the word Zillow in front of me. That's why. Yep. But open door. Yeah. Everything is like God. And way overpriced. And the spectrum of the condition of these houses yeah. is so wide. Yeah. I, you know, I've been in really nice open door but homes. But you have one under contract right now. I do. And, and that's a really nice one. It's actually been going pretty smoothly, right? Yeah. That's the VA. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the good VA, the good, the VA, good not VA, not the bad VA. Yeah. <laughs> it's the good VA. It's, I mean, it's a great house. It's in an amazing neighborhood. But I think here's, here's the thing. Like y'all be careful about discounting your buyer's agent commission too much. Advise your sellers against this mm. because- as much as we say we are going to be fair about taking our clients to all properties, regardless of what the commission is, you better believe someone doesn't want to take their client to a house that the commission is a whole percent less. And they're that, not going to push that house on their client. That has to be the only explanation because it is a good house. Yeah. It needs a little bit of updating, but it has an unfinished basement that's bigger than the top level of the house. I mean, they're going to... It's crazy. And it's almost completely done. All crazy. they need is sheetrock. I mean... This house is going to be worth double what it is now in a couple months. Guarantee it. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. So, yeah, we could talk about that in another episode, but I don't want to get into so trouble. <laughs> I mean, whatever. So, yeah, we open door. we wrapping it up anyways. Who, who else is out? Is, does Redfin. Redfin does it? Uh, I don't see many of them anymore. No, you really don't. Not in this market. It. I'm sure there's more in oh, other I'm markets. Oh, sure, yeah. And then, I mean, you have the iBuyers, quote unquote, that are just like, from different real estate mm -hmm. agencies right. that it's not like a published thing. And those yeah. iBuyers are typically looking to rent, hold the property or flip it. Right. And so we have express offers mm -hmm. um, and I've worked with those a little bit. That's an interesting little segment of the world. Yeah. They just have these investors mm -hmm. and, and they just, you streamline them mm -hmm. and you're like, here, check this out. What do you think? And they get first pick. Mm -hmm. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Okay, oh, yeah. so guys, we're going to get into something that some of you guys may be like, oh, we're tuning this out, but you really shouldn't because it affects you. Yeah, that's true. It does affect them, Yeah, <laughs> whether you like it or not. So we work with EXP. That's yeah. our brokerage. EXP Realty. We love it. We, we love everything about it. Do love it. We've been with them a year next month. That's crazy. Okay, so a year next month, right, guys? 
And look what's happened to our business. In yeah. That time. Okay. I, yeah. When you go back, yeah. When you go back and look at the numbers, if we were yeah. looking at those, the brokerages we were with, if you look at the increase in sales and the increase, our, our volume doubled in the last year being with EXP. It's a freeing experience. You can market how you want to. Yeah. They want you to market yourself, promote your own business, run yourself the way you want to be run. Yeah. And that's something that we didn't get with our last brokerage. They're like, well, if you want to expand, you can. You just These have to are do all it this the rules. Yeah. yeah. There were just like a lot of rules and hoops and different things. And all of those teams are not making money with that brokerage because they have all these expenses that they don't have to be paying for, but it's just part of the part of the game they the have mentality. to play. Yeah. Oof. So yeah, if you look at EXP end of Q4 2020, they were at 40,000 agents. Right. Then end of Q1, 50,000, end of Q3, 65, end of Q4, 71. That was just released today. We have 71,000 agents at EXP. So in a year, it's that's like practically doubled. Almost doubled. Yes. It's insane. And it's going to continue to grow. You have all these people from traditional brokerages finally waking up. You know, I hate to use the word, the term getting woke, but mm-hmm. you know, that's what's happening. These people are waking up to what they need and what they don't need. And they're saying, if I can make more commission and do things the way I want to. And get my cat back in stock. Oh God. <laughs> Again, the things I could just go on I and know. on about. Um, yeah. So we people, need to actually, like we've avoided, we don't really want to talk that much about EXP on here, even though we love it. We're, we're going to talk about it because you guys right. need to know about this brokerage. It is going to be the brokerage of the future. There is no way around it. I think that half of all agents will eventually be with EXP. There will yeah. be holdouts. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of holdouts, but the old ones, old people <laughs> actually no boomers. There's a lot of boomers at EXP. There are. A we, lot of the top agents at EXP are freaking <laughs> boomers. So you know well, what, boomers, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> I have a theory behind that. So we went to EXPCon and we saw all these huge, great people doing all this great stuff. Um, and they were older. Well, that's because they have spent their careers at these other brokerages learning what to do and how to do it. And they're like, wait a minute, if I can take what I'm doing now, go to EXP make save more money, a, save a ton of money yeah. and make more money. <laughs> Why would I not do that? So they're bringing their whole team over to EXP. It's not just Bro- them. Not, not teams, brokerages, yes. full, full boutique brokerages are shutting down mm-hmm. because they're losing so much money trying to do this on their own and just moving everybody to EXP. And they're like, I know of some big agents, one guy I want to have on the podcast one day that's going to be moving his team to EXP soon. Mm, yes. The, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's just cool. It's really cool to see our brokerage grow and, it is going to be the wave of the future. It is. It, it's so funny. So I'm on a uh, new real estate agents group on Facebook. If you, you know, one of these Facebook groups for new yeah. agents. Um, and I swear every third post is someone trying to shit on EXP. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, if you don't want it, that's fine. Okay. But, but if you actually understood it, that's the thing is like someone's told them about EXP. Okay. To be fair there are some shady EXP recruiters out there. Like we're oh, going to admit that all day long. I hate it when They're I see so people. Annoying. They immediately say, hey, contact me for more info about EXP. No one asked you, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it can be really annoying. So like I get why people get a negative taste in their mouth, but it's not EXP that they're rejecting. They're rejecting that person and exactly. their, way of, the, yes. their way of approaching it. Because if someone actually sat down and understood what was going on, they'd be like, oh shit, that makes so much sense. Why don't I just move today? Yes. Hey, can, can we get a high five? Because we're going to hit icon our first year. 
I'm not high-fiving till it happens. I'm, I don't, you know. I'm high-fiving myself. I'm knocking Self on wood five. that we hit it. <laughs> okay, guys, we are three away. Yeah. We have those under contract. Yeah. And we, we have still have them. like 60 days. I, I'm, I'm negative though. I'm like, no, until it happens, I'm not going to believe it. <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know what happened, when you hit Icon. You get your cat back. You get your cat back. All right. So go to your brokerage, ask your team leader when you get your cat back. See what they say. <laughs> hey, you know that cap that I paid you this whole year? You know that like $19,000 that when, you guys took from me? When are you going to give that so back? So do you have stock that I can have that back in? <laughs> Let me know. Oh, that's going to be a sad conversation. <laughs> We're so mean, but it's true. Like, it is true. It is true. All right. We'll get off EXP. I know that you guys who turned us off, come back in. We're done. We're done. And those of you that turned us off and that are back now, reach out to us if you all were free. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to not be a creepy EXP person. No, absolutely not. But being that being said, you can hit us up on Instagram anytime. Yeah, at Lizzie Grace Phillips. L-I-Z-Z-Y. Grace Phillips. Also, hold on a sec. Okay, you start talking. I got to do a shout out. Okay, she's going to do a shout out. Uh, I want to talk about salaried agents because where the hell did that come from? Salaried agents? Yes. I, what are you talking about? This is a thing that uh, I haven't heard much about since they started uh, advertising it. But I think like Redfin agents. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard much about it either. They're salaried. Zillow does that too, though. I think Zillow did that too. Yeah. They're like, okay, keep being an agent, but you get to work nine to five and you make this much money. Yeah. And I think that that appeals to like the bottom 80% of agents that make like thirty dollars or $40,000. I could see how that would be appealing to them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because the average agent um, income is like 40, right? 40, yeah, 50? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think it's less than that. I thought I it was like it 30s. Too. I think it was yeah. in the 30s. So yeah, if you're making the 30s and you could go up to the 60s. Like, you're like, shit, yeah. yeah. But if what you're, you don't realize is you probably would have done that the next year. I mean, <laughs> if you're an agent that's really, you don't even have to be buckling down and working hard to make six figures as an agent. I don't mm-hmm. think that's not that hard. Mm-mm. Um. I, th- I I don't know what these agents are doing that make $38,000. I don't understand. Not lead generating. <laughs> like, what are they doing with their time? I don't get it. Yeah. I just, anyway. Anyway, salaried agents. Uh, it came up. Haven't heard much about it. No. I'm going to go back and do my research on that now. Yeah, I we can maybe I, talk about that a little bit in the, next, in the next episode because I don't remember. Is that something? Is that a direction it, that'll I go? I think it happened, though, and I think it did. Oh, it happened. Yeah, I think that there are agents that are doing it. Why? I, I was a salaried employee with the government for 11 years. Why would you go back to that? I mean, there's a lot of people that go back to that. Don't be one of them, guys. Like, Gosh, it's just, it's mind blowing. Being your own business owner and running your own business is like the best thing that you could possibly do for your family. I mean, my stress level has gone up. That okay? is fact. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot more stressful than being a computer lab teacher <laughs> in a public school, uh, but... I feel like the return is tenfold. And yeah, you take on some stress, but you bring in a lot more income. <laughs> you bring in a lot more income. You set yourself and flexibility. Up for the future. Flexibility. I mean, I mean, we've we've worked. We have worked during the Christmas. I say Christmas break because I feel like that's yeah, what we've always had. I, but like we have worked some, but we've taken a lot of time off. Like we had a family reunion. Yes. Like we've taken so much time off just to be with family. You mm-hmm. know, do some house projects. Like. And we're using ways to leverage out things, right? Yeah. Um, so we have a transaction coordinator. It, it's worth every dime. If you're yeah. not using one, start using one. Um, 
Someone it, manages our social media. Oh, yes. Love her. Rosie. You guys have met Rosie. She was our yes. first guest on the whole pod. So Rosie is now behind Phillips Team Realty social media accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually our next slide, believe it or not. But um, we got to wrap it up. We so do. we what don't have up? much time. Let's let's do that in the next episode. Lot. We're okay. going to we're we, going to get super long winded. You're right. We're back and we're excited. So that's why. Guys, it's good to hear but, from okay, you. We, hear from us. <laughs> yeah, they're super good at engaging <laughs> in conversation. <laughs> Um, okay, but we got to do our quick question. <gasps> Gross. What? I'm petting our dog and I just got some, some dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, we're a mess today. Oh yeah, she rolled in something dead. It's gross. You're she, disgusting, she Tina. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she did roll in something dead. Oh man, poor dog. We need to bathe her. Okay. We, okay. I have a question. Okay. What's your question? And, and my question is going to be real estate related. Um, <laughs> what do you want to do differently in 2022? Like we've oh, talked about how to make 2022 yeah. great, but what do you want to do specifically as Lizzie Grace Phillips working on the Phillips team? You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're working all of our sphere and referrals, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Thank you all of our people referring people because that's a lot of referrals. Yeah. We've got if lately. you refer us business, you get to work with me and not Johnny. <laughs> that's preferable. Watch our referrals go up. <laughs> She's no, gotten I'm a kidding. lot. My God. I have so many recently. The year we've had a lot of referrals, yes. which has been amazing. I it's love, I love working referrals. It's mm-hmm. my favorite source of business because it's always a warm touch and the person who's referred you already had a good experience. So these people are going to have a good experience. That's true. It's and amazing. I love lead generating. I love getting out there. It's the challenge of it. Yeah. It's Johnny so likes fun. strangers. <laughs> Stranger danger. <laughs> but I feel like it's easier for guys to talk to strangers. Yeah. Women, we have to be a little careful. Definitely. Okay. Um, what did, what was your question again? What, what are you going to do, do differently? Do? Oh, well, one thing that I think is big for me is really mentoring our agents on our team. Mm. That's something that, I feel like we've, I've started to get really good at and, you know, actually I have my book literally sitting on the table, Atomic Habits. I'm reading that with one of our agents, so like just doing different things with everybody, what works for them, mm-hmm. what do they need from me? So that's probably something that I started changing back at the end of the year, but continuing on in this year. Um, yeah, I think that's my biggest Excellent. One, I think that's fantastic. For the year. Cause uh, if they can produce, then that helps yes. everybody. And- and I just love pouring into our agents. I we feel do. like that's the only reason only reason we have a team. Yeah. Like we don't need a team. We no. do just fine. But we, we don't rely on our agents for income. No. Lord and I feel no. like that's the antithesis of what teams do. But we can get into that. Again, yeah. We talk about that a lot. Go ahead. Um, okay. So my question for you. Hmm. Come on. What is your question for me? <laughs> what was that? I mean... Okay, my question for you is when can I do my bathroom renovation? When we get 50 units. No, that's a terrible <laughs> answer. That means a year. Maybe that means you should push to get 50 units. No, that's okay. a terrible At answer. At 25 units, we'll talk. Mm, maybe. That's, <laughs> you asked me the question. <laughs> Clearly, I have an answer in mind that I don't like your yeah. answers. Yeah. But. Okay. That would be my only one. Okay, cool. We'll we'll end this at 47 minutes, potentially. Sorry, guys. We'll let you go. 
Yep. Get back to your life. Okay, ready for the sign off, which by the way, our child does this now. We need to get him to come record it sometime. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> You'll have to meet Liam. He's the best. Yeah, we should try to bring him on an episode. Well, not on an episode, but like for like a minute, because that's all you guys will want to hear of his. Well, what do you think he would voice. say? He would sit here and pull Mama, No. Baba, he would not. Dada. He wouldn't say a word. He would start ripping these damn things apart. Oh yeah. We can't keep our podcast equipment out. He just takes the ear headphone like little squishy things off all the time little squishy things just you're so technical <laughs> what are they called then I, muffs isn't it really i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay guys signing off bye